Welcome back. You're listening to the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Tap into your fullest potential. Starring Annabelle Fisher. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Annabelle, how are you doing today? Good morning, Scott. I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. And it's the beginning of the new year. Uh, We're a few weeks into it. And uh, I've noticed that I'm having a tough time keeping my New Year's resolutions. (laughs) Yes, I think you and many others of us. Isn't it interesting how we always start the new year out with uh, real excitement and feeling totally pumped and motivated and ready for change, ready to embrace it, saying goodbye to the last year and embracing this new chapter in our lives. And interestingly, I I use the term life gets in the way, and sometimes it's so easy to slip back into old patterns, and that motivation just starts to wither slightly. And uh, it's interesting, Scott, because I was um, talking to an EFT colleague, and I noticed uh, in one of her newsletters she had written about change and the new year, and she said that by the third week um, of January, 25% of people who committed to a New Year's resolution um, have, will have broken it. So by the third wow. week, they'll have broken the resolution. Um, and uh, I hear that a lot with my clients um, because obviously January is a time for uh, grow, re, rebuilding our lives, growth, change, development. And uh, often come late January, early February, uh, the, there's a real sense of a, a lowering of self-esteem and feeling disappointed with the self and all the rest of it. And the motivation has really lessened. Wow. So I'm not alone. You are not alone. Please don't worry. Because it seems very strange to me that we would kind of take all this time and energy and effort to say, okay, you know, this is the year I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I'm going to get that promotion. I'm going to clean out the closet. And then, uh, you know, after a couple of weeks, it's like, uh, I really want to have that apple pie. And... (laughs) You know, really, Susie should get that job, not me, and uh, the closet's fine. <laughs> yes, that's right. So so the motivation is lost, and maybe it just seems a bit too much. Um, I think uh, change is is accomplishable, if that's a word, if it comes from a very heart-centered, real place. What I've experienced uh, in working with my clients and indeed with myself is if we're expected to change by someone else. So Mm -hmm. let me give an example. Uh, Often people will come to me and say, um, for example, my husband's told me I must lose weight or Mm. my wife's told me I must quit smoking. So my, my always my next question is, and do you want to do that? Because if the person deep down uh, has the courage to admit, no, actually, I really like smoking. I love going out with my work colleagues for our coffee break and standing outside and chatting and 
developing a relationship with them that way. Or, no, I'm really happy with my body image like this. I, I feel comfortable wearing the clothes I do and so forth. So there isn't going to be that drive or even the need to change. So very often uh, resolutions are based upon somebody else's wishes for us, like please stop smoking, please lose weight, please get a different job, please buck up and change your attitude, that kind of thing. So wow. it's, it's not actually coming from ourselves and our, our own needs and wants and what we deserve. Um, and, of course, as you and I have discussed on many occasions, and I think we have now two specific podcasts about the power of the subconscious and psychological reversal, um, it goes without saying that we can often assume that change will be positive and good and we need it, but deep down, if the subconscious is resistant to that, uh, then change is going to be a, a struggle and a big challenge. Hence, come the third week of January, everything uh, feels as though it's falling apart, there's less motivation, and perhaps the person starts to feel, well, I don't really need to do this anyway. I was quite happy being the old me last year. Right. That's right. I was quite happy being the old me last year. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't so bad. Uh, and uh, perhaps the person will start to give reasons why it was it's, it would be preferable to stay in the old patterns or the, what I call secondary gains to staying that way. Uh, mm. it, it's too much hard work. It's too much of a challenge if I do create this change and, and, change, uh, and move forward in a different way. And I think the truth is, is that every change we make, there is a time of adjustment to the change, which... We could say, oh, yeah, it's really hard. Or we could just say, well, you know, I haven't created those new habits, which just means I automatically do that. It, yes, indeed. Uh, absolutely. A lot, a lot is based on behavior patterns and what all comes naturally to us. Cool. So what can we do to kind of cement in our New Year's resolutions? And should well, we be doing one, just like, should we just have one New Year's resolution? Should we have lots? Like, how, what would be the best way to do that so we maximize our potential for success? Well, do you remember when you and I had a conversation in another podcast about, I think we were talking about smoking, and I said the beauty of EFT is it lets go of the need for willpower. Yes. So um, New Year's resolutions are based around willpower. So, for example, in 2011, I will lose 20 pounds or I will quit smoking uh, or I, uh, I will go to the gym four times a week. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's such a stretch from where the person is, uh, say, at the end of 2010 uh, to uh, what their, let's use the word, goal is, that the subconscious uh, just completely folds in or closes down and thinks, whoa, that, that's too, way, way too much. Uh, I, I want to keep you safe. Now, here now is familiar and normal and safe. So, hey, why do you really want to go all the way over there? Uh, so we're not talking about using willpower uh, to create change. We're, I like to use... Um, curiosity and uh, and intrigue like what would it be like if I were able to accomplish this um, mm. and and then then there's less of a need it's less demanding 
on us mentally and physically. Um, and it's a much gentler process. And it's also one filled, I believe, with adventure. Like, why are we so focused on the end goal? Like, right, I will quit smoking. But what about how I'll feel in the process? I'm working with a fabulous gentleman right now who, after three sessions, was, uh, I, I may have said this in another podcast, I'm not sure, but he, he was smoking 45 cigarettes a day. After three sessions, he was down to 12. Um, and he loved that. However, what he loved even more was how differently he was feeling. He said when he goes to the gym and uses all the machines, he can breathe. He feels the breath. Uh, when he's out, uh, he enjoys the fact that his clothes don't smell of smoke. Um, and uh, there were all sorts of benefits that, that he was experiencing along the way. So perhaps taking incremental steps and enjoying the process in attaining our goal with curiosity and interest and excitement um, is part of the is part of a, a successful resolution. Wow. That's a great way of doing it. Yeah, so rather than focusing completely on the end goal, focus on how far am I going to go today? How far am I going to go tomorrow that will lead me to this end result? And I think that's a great point because we tend to be so focused on achieving the goals that we don't think of uh, enjoying the roses on the way to the end result. Yes, uh, and exactly, Scott, because if we focus so deeply on the end result, that's where resistance comes in anyway. Oh, this is way too much hard work. I'll never get there. Um, who am I kidding? Those sorts of things. Whereas if we're setting um, attainable incremental goals uh, in order to get, it's more doable, more accomplishable. I, and I like I love to hike out in the in the woods, right, and in the mountains where we are, and there's some beautiful hikes, and I, <laughs> you know, the the purpose is to get to the top of the mountain, but gee, along the way there sure are lots of beautiful spots and great views and and uh, things to look at and see and do. So you know, we we want to make sure we're going forward and everything else because otherwise it could take us days to get to the top of the mountain. But by the same token, we, we always make sure that we stop at certain places and rest and, and enjoy, this, enjoy the beauty that's around us. Yes. I mean, I love that metaphor. And just to be clear, I mean, I'm not suggesting that somebody going through a process of losing weight or uh, quitting smoking or go going through a, a profound change uh, that, that is causing them anxiety and lots of emotions coming up. I'm not suggesting that that is has within it the beauty of taking a hike where you stop and gaze and enjoy the view. However, uh, if we can introduce some self-acceptance, some self-forgiveness during the process, so at each point where we stop and admire the view or we take a moment to breathe and have a sip of water while we enjoy the view, whatever the analogy is we want to use, if we can introduce some self-acceptance and self-love self-forgiveness at that point, it makes the incremental steps easier. So for example, even though this is really challenging everything within me right now, 
I forgive myself anyway. Even though this is much harder than I ever imagined it could be, I want to accept all of me because I'm doing my best. So constantly, if we have made a resolution, we've decided upon change, then every day I suggest to the listeners that not only they're tapping uh, in their usual way on the craving or the frustrations or whatever it is that comes up, but I also urge them to tap on uh, how well they're doing and to forgive themselves for all the frustrations they may be feeling. Mm, that's a great way to do it. So can we do something along this for everybody that uh, might give them some uh, hope of actually achieving maybe some of their resolutions this year? Yeah, I'd love to, Scott. I mean, what I was wondering was uh, to do some tapping around uh, accomplishing um, a goal. Um, and uh, uh, some people d- might not like the word goal, so I encourage them to, to use the, uh, the word that works for them, such as vision or dream. Um, so uh, we could do some tapping around accomplishing that and acknowledging the resistance that's coming up as we're doing it as well. Um, and so that's embracing both parts of us, the part that is motivated, that's driven, that really wants to accomplish this, and then the other part of us that is reluctant and is filled with fear um, and all the rest of it that, that's holding back and not really buying into the process. Wonderful. I think that's a great idea. Okay, so shall we do some tapping and uh, you can follow along and, and say the words after me. All right, I'm just going to stand up here so that I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so I would just like to pre-frame this by asking all the listeners to take full responsibility for themselves uh, just before they start tapping. And uh, uh, once they've uh, made that agreement, then please go ahead and continue tapping with Scott and me. And uh, what I'll ask you to do first of all is if you have made a resolution and you feel disappointed because you haven't, uh, you haven't kept to it as completely as you wanted to, maybe it's already fallen by the wayside, uh, whatever is going on for you, I need you to rate the intensity of that. Maybe there's frustration, disappointment, anger. Uh, sadness, whatever's coming up, just rate that. So, Scott, I don't know if there's something in particular that you you have wanted to accomplish, and maybe you've kind of f- fallen um, off the well, off the wagon. I think is the expression, but it, you've kind of not been as motivated as you wanted to be so far this year. Oh, I think I can find something that uh, that's the case. I was also going to say, if you're driving, don't tap. Yes. Good point. Please wait till you get home or to the office or you've pulled in to a lay-by. <laughs> okay, so rate the intensity of any emotion that's coming up as you consider the goal you really, really want, and yet there seem to be so many obstacles right now coming up and, and blocking that. So, so much resistance for you. Okay, nine and a half. Oh, very good. Well done, Scott. Okay, so um, let's tap, first of all, on the karate chop point, and we'll do the setup. Um, We'll say this, even though there is a part of me which is resistant to change. Even though there is a part of me that is resistant to change. There is a greater and wiser part of me. There is a greater and wiser part of me. Which longs to move forward. 
which longs to move forward. And I want to connect to that part of me now. And I want to connect to that part of me now. Even though there are lots of obstacles preventing me from reaching my goal. Even though there are lots of obstacles preventing me from reaching my goal. I want to accept myself for doing my best. I want to accept myself for doing my best. Even though I really want to achieve my goal this time. Even though I really want to achieve my goal this time. I'm still not sure I can really do it. I'm still not sure I can really do it. So I want to honor all of these feelings. So I want to honor all of these feelings. Knowing I deserve to fulfill my dreams. Knowing I, knowing I deserve to fulfill my dreams. Great. So let's go to the top of the head and we'll tap with both sets of fingertips up there. All these obstacles which prevent me from achieving my goal. All these obstacles which prevent me from achieving my goal. And the eyebrow point. All these doubts and excuses. All these doubts and excuses. And the outside of the eye. They stop me from achieving my goal. They stop me from achieving my goal. Under the eye. All this resistance to changing. All this resistance to changing. Under the nose. This is way too hard. This is way too hard. And the chin point. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And the collarbone point. I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if I really want to do this. And under the arm. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And we'll go back to the top of the head. I deserve to change. I deserve to change. And the eyebrow point. I deserve to accomplish my goals. I deserve to accomplish my goals. And the side of the eye. I wonder what would happen if I did achieve my goal. I wonder what would happen if I did achieve my goal. Under the eye. Who could I be? Who could I be? Under the nose. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Chin point. And I want to accept myself anyway. And I want to accept myself anyway. Collarbone point. Now feels like a good time for change. Now feels like a good time for change. Under the arm. And I'm ready to let go of any resistance I may feel. And I'm ready to let go of any resistance I may feel. And we'll just stay under the arm. And I choose to make this process surprisingly easy. And I choose to make this process surprisingly easy. Our eyes, and in your own time, take a comfortable breath. Okay, well done, Scott. Feel free to open your eyes. And first of all, um, I need you to connect back into the emotion you first were feeling, being be it sadness, frustration, disappointment, anger, um, about the fact that uh, you had these plans to change and perhaps they've fallen through a little bit. And just tell me what that feels like now. Okay. I it think was, I was going to say it feels like about a four. Okay, so as you were tapping along with me, uh, what was coming up for you? What thoughts, what feelings? Uh, the main one that was coming up was like, maybe I can do it. 
Okay. Was there anything else? Um... No, not really. No, that's fine. So the, there's the, the, can you share with us what the emotion was that you felt initially? Uh, yeah, it was uh, sadness and a bit of disappointment. Okay. Um, and was the sadness, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but was the sadness because there was a sense that, yeah, I could do it, but I haven't? More a sense of, I'm not sure how to do it. Ah, very good. Okay. So there, were, there was a sense of confusion uh, about how to go about a, a attaining your goal. And now through the tapping, uh, there's a possibility of, yeah, I can do this. That's right. And what's, what's huge with EFT is it doesn't uh, straight off give us the answers. Like you may still not know how to do it, but what has, shift, what has changed is your perspective is different. You feel calmer. And what happens then is that opens up for possibilities. Right. Uh, so uh, for anybody who's thinking, well, I still don't know how I'm going to do it, that's okay because all you need to do is play this back and do another round, and it's surprising how the answers start to flow. Uh, when I work with clients, they'll often say to me, but I don't know how to do it yet. Um, and I say, that's okay, because we'll carry on doing some tapping, and those answers will come to you. The possibilities will come up. That's right. I think, and that, I think, is the, the beauty of it, is if I get out of my own way enough, I have the answers and I just have to let my subconscious uh, bring those answers up to my conscious so that I can then take some action on them. Exactly. And, and that's where, again, as I mentioned earlier, the self-acceptance, the self-forgiveness comes in. I'm, I encourage the listeners to do a lot of tapping as they're tapping the points uh, of saying phrases like, I'm doing my best and it's not my fault and I really want to accept all of me and I deserve to succeed and I'm willing to let go of the fears or I'm willing to let go of the sadness, whatever the emotion is. Uh, it, it's really shifting the consciousness to possibility rather than being stuck in, in this overwhelming well, stickiness of yikes, I can't move and there's no way out here. That's right, and I think that's the, that's the real beauty of this whole process that we're, that we're doing. Um, so, Scott, e even though you're at nine and a half, you've gone down to four, which is uh, less than half, that's great. Um, if I were working with you in a full-length session, we, we would uh, continue that um, uh, till we got to zero. Uh, I wanted to demonstrate to the listeners how to go about uh, working on resistance to maintaining resolutions um, and uh, resistance to change. Uh, so what I encourage is everybody to... T uh, tap through again uh, if you have any remaining intensity. Absolutely. And one of the things I was going to say too, uh, Annabelle, was for those people that are just listening for the first time and maybe are not familiar with EFT, what can they do if, because we're talking about tapping and they may not really know exactly where we're talking about the tapping being. Uh, how can they find that out? Sure. Well, um, we, you and I did a podcast on how and where to tap, which is in our library. And also, if they go to my website, which is www.theefthealingcenter.com, 
EFTEFOR.com. Uh, there is lots of information about how EFT works. Uh, there is a diagram on my site of the tapping points. And I also have a number of articles there um, about a range of different uh, concerns and difficulties and challenges. So people can actually read through. And it shows where to tap and then what to say as you're tapping that particular point. Great. So if this is your first time listening to us and you're kind of wondering, well, I don't know if I did it right, then head over to www.theefthealingcenter.com and there's lots of uh, information there. And I believe you also have a free report that people can download? That's right. Uh, people can download the report and again that has lots of information about the foundations of EFT, again how and where to tap, what to say, um, and lots of information about psychological reversal, uh, that self-sabotage that prevents the change in the first place. Hmm, perfect. Great. So Annabelle, we're towards the end of today's episode. Is it are there any last words you'd like to leave uh, leave us with before we sign off? Yeah, thank you, Scott. I think, uh, I mean, I know I've emphasized it twice already, but hey, if you want to make a point, say it again. Um, I think the way that I work with my clients is based on compassion for ourselves and uh, self-acceptance. So it's so easy if we set a goal and we don't attain it to start beating ourselves up and suggesting it'll never work and I'll never get there. Um, if we introduce a lot of self-acceptance when we're tapping, it makes it a lot easier and the process a lot softer. So I encourage everyone to do that as they're tapping. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much, Annabelle. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to report that for us all. And I want to thank everybody for listening. And we'll see you next time on the EFT Healing Center Online Radio Network. Thank you.